0: hey what's going on everybody it's episode number 85 of the audible farm podcast and this episode is brought to you by couch town coffee couch town coffee is roasted in iowa it is made to order and you can just uh go to the website www.couchtowncoffee.com make an order And it's uh, easily one of my favorite coffees. It's real easy to order, and then it just shows up at your house. And uh, in times like these, that makes it really convenient. So hit them up, www.couchtowncoffee.com. Find a coffee you like, make an order, and when you make an order, let them know Audible Farm sent you, and they will give you 20% off. Why? Because that's how awesome they are. So let them know Audible Farm sent you. Enter the code word ROCK code word this week is rock and it'll save you 20%. Why is the code word this week rock? I will tell you why. Because this week I've got the host of the Regional Rock Hour back in this week. It's Mason. Mason's coming back and uh, we discussed some things over uh, the internet because that's probably the easiest and only way I'm going to be able to do some podcasts for the foreseeable future. But luckily. Uh, it's It works out pretty well when it gets done So, hey, uh, this one's really good We sit down and we talk about how things have changed uh, For both of us since, uh, you know, the coronavirus thing has happened And there's a lot of social distancing going on um, We also discuss... Uh, his social media, uh, his presence in the scene, around the scene. We discuss bands from around the area and things that we have seen change. And uh, it's not too bad. Uh, the, some of the changes are, are fun. Some of them are slightly necessary and some of them uh, might be beneficial. And uh, it's a weird blessing in disguise, I think, with some of these things that are going on. But uh, hey, no more, uh, no more talking about it. Let's get down to it. This is episode 85 with one of my favorite people in the music scene mason it's the audible farm podcast with your host peter stockdale All right, sitting down today once again with Mason. Mason on air. You uh, you work at the radio station that is in the Fort Dodge area. We're uh, 92 Rock. You guys recently rebranded everything there.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, it, it's been a while since uh, I was on the podcast. Since then, yes, we have gone from 92.1 The Eagle to 92 Rock
0: yeah and how how has that changed everything for you over there Has uh has anything changed severely or is it just mostly music or what what all has changed
1: uh well we got a lot of we got a lot of really good feedback we got some negative too um
0: i mean that'll but, that'll happen though i mean anytime anything changes someone's gonna have something negative to say
1: yeah and i mean i i almost enjoy the negative as much <laughs> as the positive sometimes you know i mean like some people, you know, like, you just, you you know, you gotta come into it like you're not gonna please everybody, but so long as a majority of the people are digging it and you yourself are digging it, like, I think it's okay. Yeah, you know? yeah. You're good to go.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, that's something I guess I've found out in the you know, just a year or so that I've done the podcast is that, uh, ironically, not everyone digs every interview. Um, some of it just has to do with like personal beefs that some people have, but, uh, I mean, I totally get it. Other people, you know, uh, you've interviewed this guy twice and haven't interviewed me once. And I mean, you get a little bit of, of this, that, and the other from everything, but I mean, I'm sure it's more difficult when you guys are in charge of, uh, DJing music as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, kind of um, like some of those I, I've had people, too, before, like, well, how come you haven't had me on your show? And it's like, dude, how come you haven't contacted me to be on the show? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's that's a major thing. Like, uh, there's a lot of times I don't go out and seek the guests, you know, like they hit me. You know, they got something going on. Like they hit me up. Hey, you know, get on the show. Like, yeah, of course. You know, and exactly. I, mean, I, I do reach out i have to reach out to some people to keep you know to keep fresh guests on from time to time but for the most part it's you know if you want to be on the show just hit me up i mean like i don't i don't hide the contact information i say almost every time you know during the show, like this is how you contact me. So,
0: yeah, I mean, that might be something really good to just like right at the very beginning of this podcast here is talk about is, uh, you know, that was one of the first ways uh, I got in contact with you. I knew you were doing your regional rock hour show, which features local music and musicians from um, not just Northern Iowa, but across the state and sometimes beyond. But uh, uh, I joined a punk band about uh you know maybe three years ago and about about two years ago when you had started the show but about a year and a half or two years ago or so i I contacted you i said hey i'm in a punk band we got this thing going on and we set up an interview and you, you sat down and talked with john the guy that uh um writes all the music for three finger betty and does all the all of the hard work i guess you could call it for three finger betty so we got you know we got in contact with you then and did an interview with you then and i think that's probably the most important thing is uh maybe don't wait for Mason to hit you up, hit Mason up. I mean, it's tough to keep tabs on literally every single person in the music industry and, and trying to figure out what they're doing. I mean, even on a local level, um, whether it be, you know, someone from from Fort Dodge area or someone from Des Moines or across the state, it's it's tough to keep tabs on everybody. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. And I mean, uh, especially it's going to be a lot tougher now because a lot of times it would be all right you know how do you check out new bands you go out you see them live yep and you know and then you talk to them you know talk to them afterwards that was how you know that's how uh, a few of like the bands from Des Moines that I play like that's how those came about and um, anytime there was a band that I hadn't seen before would come to Dodge it's like, all right make it a point to get out and check them out and yeah um so now it's, I mean, it's, it is all, like, basically just digital, you know, or, you know. Yeah, it's yeah, definitely... That's how, that's it's how dif- you got to do it. Get a hold of me.
0: Yeah, it's super difficult now to check out new bands. I mean, uh, a lot of bands are putting out a lot of online content. But I, I will have to say, you're not... Uh, you're not one to shy away from going to a show whether it be in Fort Dodge or I've I mean I've seen you post going down to Des Moines to support Fort Dodge bands or people from the area and uh, you're going to check out a handful of other bands I mean you're all you're always at shows uh, I like to be I like to say I'm at shows a lot but I think you might actually go to more shows than I do
1: I I, I was really trying there and I was picking up a little more steam like I was making it more of an effort to actually go to like Des Moines in particular Mm -hmm. and go like kind of immerse myself more in their scene. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it was and that was kind of my my plan for 2020 was I was going to see as many bands as I could. And I was going to take at least one photo of each band so that I would have like, you know, uh, memory. Mm-hmm. of that no matter what ends up happening later on in the night brother I got you know yep <laughs> at least you know just the the visual callback to it you know just helpful and remembering everyone I saw but yeah no that was that was kind of my goal for 2020 was to to do that and then it really uh really sucks
0: yeah <laughs> yeah know? no kidding
1: but I wonder, um,
0: has this taken any effect on the amount of uh, guests you would have on the regional rock hour? Uh, I mean, usually your show, uh, you try to coincide it with like uh, somebody's album release or EP release or a show they have coming up or something like that. Is this kind of conflated a little bit of how you do things? Is it kind of throwing a
1: wrench in there at all? I'm not able to promote the live shows besides, you know, the live streams. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there there is that little bit of difference. Um, we don't actually have people coming into the studio for interviews. Yeah. Um, you know, so that also another, another part that's kind of difficult. Uh, but, you know, it's, you got to look at it to the direction. Everything was headed so much towards, like, you know, away from the physical albums and copies and stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. like, so if, you know, you're going to sell your music or you're going to give your music away for free and make your money, you know, a lot of, I mean, you know, merch, you know, is huge. Yeah. I think.
0: Yeah. That's like, Uh, as far as I know, that's one of the only ways any local bands make any
1: money. Yeah. Like, so I think with the way that The scene is trending anyway. Um, I mean, it sucks because I really love seeing live music. But, um, you know, virtually, I mean, with all the technical capabilities now, like, I mean, it's kind of, it's just, it's just a slight slight difference i would say
0: yeah and it's really cool to see all these musicians putting together um, live shows in any capacity whether or not it's just somebody with an iphone set on a tripod and they're recording themselves in the corner playing a show or um, i mean i've even seen musicians i don't want to say hijacking but they've been they've taken over um, venues uh, facebook pages and played live shows um, you know, pseudo from the venue. I mean, they're playing from their house, but that's, it's live from the, uh, whatever page, you know, and it doesn't matter. I've seen them from bars. I've seen them from, um, y- you know, like, uh, benefit causes and things like that. I've seen them from everywhere. And it's really cool to see a lot of people reaching out to musicians to to do things like
1: that. Yeah. And it's, it, it's a time now, too, where they really need each other. I mean, they they always relied on each other before, you know. Mm-hmm. The bars rely on the musicians for the entertainment to bring the people in. And, you know, musicians rely on the bars to pay them to, yeah, you know, to live. <laughs> um, uh, now, at least with this, you know, people are tuning in to see the musicians and they're able to uh, let people know about, like, you know, the restaurants that are doing, you know, like carry out or whatever. Yep. It's normally like a, a cross promotion, you know, like uh, yeah, uh, sneakers with like the day drinkers or Tank Anthony, I think is a couple that they have done um, since this all started. And basically, it's a great way to cross promote, especially with the virtual tip jars.
0: Oh, Yeah. You know?
1: So it's, it's really a win-win for everybody. Like, you know, people are still getting entertained, getting to see the live music, um, getting their requests out there. Because a lot of times it's, you know, hey, drop a request in the comments and, you know, and they're doing the shout outs. People, you know, people are still people are still digging it and enjoying it. And a lot of times you look, you still see a lot of live viewers as they're going. Yeah. So. I mean, it's it's quite possible that you'll have more people watching you online than you have show up to your club show, you know?
0: Yeah, that's like I mean, the weirdest blessing in disguise about all this is that is a very distinct possibility.
1: Yeah, right? like, oh, I'd really love to check out your band, but, you know, uh, I gotta be in bed by... 10 o'clock or you know a lot of times people just don't want to leave the house and
0: yeah and and now now it's
1: a whole new audience
0: yeah now nobody can leave the house and and it's it's kind of crazy though everyone's uh kind of locked in on facebook or instagram or wherever they're at and uh people are going live sometimes from you know from facebook and instagram and youtube and twitter or wherever they're they're going live from multiple different accounts and it's it's kind of neat because like you said i'll i'll be scrolling through on a friday night and be looking around at some of the stuff that people have going on and uh you you cruise in to see what uh you know jeremy Ober's is doing this weekend or who he's playing with and it's like holy cow i mean jeremy's got 36 people sitting here watching him um you know and, and the other cool thing is to watch some people have nice home theater setup so they'll be like dude i got this 70 inch tv with the you know tower speakers next to it and a huge system and they're pumping tank anthony band live in their living room and it looks amazing you know it's it's cool stuff like that to see is kind of how it all it's all mixing together way better i bet than a lot of people thought it ever would
1: yeah um but it's it's something that yeah it wouldn't definitely be possible without how we're you know internet and technology all the apps now that you're able to go and do this through is just nuts
0: yeah it's really crazy i mean uh even as far as like i I feel like in the the music industry there was uh, a lot of people that were very very popular around the area um that didn't have a very good presence online in their social media area and, uh, I guess one thing I always wanted with the podcast was to help promote anybody's social media um, accounts they have for anything they got going on. For example, uh, you've got Mason on air that's, uh, on Facebook, it's at on air Mason. That's, that's your Facebook page, uh, for your account there. And it's, it's really fun to see some of the stuff you post, whether or not it's, uh, um, you know, uh, you got like uh, Bill Withers and, uh, Joe Diffie on here, you got some stuff from them from when they recently passed and things like that. And you're always kind of keeping everyone abreast about the stuff uh, that's going on. And it's kind of cool to see that kind of stuff. And not only that, but uh, you'll cross promote your Mason on Air page with uh, either the regional Rock Hour page or the 92 Rock page. And uh, it's, it's really cool to see all that stuff kind of cross promote and inter, intermingle with one another. Um, and like you said, without social media or some of the advancements in technology, I don't think this would have been possible it's also kind of crazy to see some of the musicians, um, really ramp up what they've got going on. I've seen a lot of musicians and, uh, people like that cleaning up their Facebook pages to make them really neat and organized and, and setting up YouTube pages and starting to put videos on there. That's probably one of the coolest things I think is, uh, people setting up YouTube pages and, and things like that. And not only that, but, um, you were talking about the virtual tip jars. There's a lot of people setting up virtual tip jars, and I hope people are tipping those people in the virtual tip jars because um, the technology, like I said, it's it takes a lot for, for guys that don't want to get on the internet and do this stuff uh, that are musicians that now have to get on the internet and do this stuff, and they're sitting down figuring not only all the sound stuff out but all this weird digital stuff that has virtual tip jars and things they've never dealt with. So uh, it's cool to see everybody kind of, clamoring together and getting this thing kind of organized and having the virtual tip jars sit out there and if you uh like what somebody's got going on tip them tip them a buck or two you know it's it's the very least anybody could do
1: oh yeah absolutely i mean that's uh there's a lot of guys out there that their only source of income is playing live music so yeah uh, you know and with all the people that are out of work right now, you know, considered the, the non-essentials and all that, like, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's tough out there for them for sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, a lot of, go for it.
1: Uh, uh, a lot of those guys that, you know, are doing the, you know, or say, you know, like playing live on the weekends, you know, they've got their day job and you know, who knows how that's affected. I mean, there's so many different parts of, Uh, all businesses that are affected right now that you just don't know. So anything you can do to help out somebody entertaining you like that. I mean, for sure, man. I mean, kick them a couple bucks. You're already spending what 13, 14 bucks a month on Netflix, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. uh, What's a, what's a couple more, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy to think that there's so many people willing to put out so much free content just so you can get a peek at them and and maybe pitch them a dollar or two. And I mean, that's also the toughest part about this is, uh, like you said, there's so many people out of out of work or in some capacity, uh, their income has been truncated, and it's tough to ask people for a dollar, you know, or any sort of or money. I bet you know, I I get where everyone's coming from. Um, it's a very odd tough time right now for people, especially financially uh, for those out of work. So. Um, I guess if if you don't have the money, enjoy all the awesome free content some of these guys are putting out. You can check out Mason's Facebook page or uh, the Regional Rock Hour page or 92 Rock. I know Mason does a little bit of talking about those guys. You even interview a lot of those guys um, on your shows. So if anybody is looking for some new people to check out, check out uh, the Regional Rock Hour show or um, check out the. Uh, I guess you got the Sneakers session that comes out on Wednesdays usually, right?
1: Yeah, Wednesday nights we do the sneaker sessions. It used to be I would have the artist from uh, whoever would play flip night at Sneakers that night would come into the studio. And normally they'd, they'd perform, you know, uh, a song or two uh, acoustically, you know, kind of a little warm up before they go to Sneakers. And sometimes we'd flip a coin. Sometimes we'd do something stupid, you know. Mm-hmm. Um now, yeah. Now it's uh, since we can't really do the performances, um, you know, it'll be like I'll talk with an artist that has played there, or you know, an artist that regularly does, you know, mm-hmm. uh, an artist affiliated, and then you know, play one of their songs to go along with the interview.
0: Dude, that's probably one of so the. So it's that's probably one of the coolest things I've heard in a while is the fact that you can. I mean. You have a local show coming up in Fort Dodge, and then the radio station that's local to the area brings in the musician that's going to be playing later in the evening onto the radio. It's it's like old school is what it is. You're bringing them in, you're talking to them, you're letting them play some songs, and then they pack up shop and head down the street, uh, you know, 10 blocks down the road or five blocks down the road to the, to the venue at Sneakers, and they, they play a show down there. So you can give people a little sneak peek, a little teaser, a little taste of what's going on before... They even, you know, get to sneakers or they might be like, hey, this is actually pretty sweet. You want to go to sneakers tonight? And so they, you know, squeak on down to sneakers. That's a really cool idea, man.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. um, Yeah. And sneakers, I mean, uh, a lot of credit to them for just getting behind it. And it was, you know, they kind of came to me and they're like, hey, we're doing live music on Wednesday nights. Like, you know, what, you know, what can we do to to get more people here and you know it just kind of a little thinking on it um kind of i mean it's kind of what we were doing with the regional rock hour at times Mm -hmm. um the thing is though is that a lot of times with the regional rock hour bands they're heavier Mm -hmm. um and and you know like a lot of times the shows too that we'd be promoting would be on like a saturday night so, knowing that the segment's on the same day that the show is, it made it a lot easier to book them. Yeah. Um, except when it came to, like, uh, you know, there was um, out-of-towner, you know, like Tank Anthony. Mm-hmm. There was a couple of times he couldn't make it, you know, he's an out-of-towner. Um, when he did come in, though, uh, you know, he brought two guys from his band, and originally it was just him that was supposed to be playing. Then he ended up bringing his whole band down, and huge party at sneakers that night you know yeah oh yeah yeah. and uh uh, and an excellent performance you know in the studio but uh it just it it made it a lot more convenient that and the fact that they were already gonna they're already playing acoustic at sneakers Mm -hmm. you know yeah um just yeah kind of a kind of a derivative from the regional you know it's kind of a twist of a another good idea in the in one I guess
0: I think it's really sweet though cuz i mean that that gives you like two different avenues to to let live music out i mean you can you can almost if you really wanted to just split it in half and be like this is the stuff that doesn't require full band material and that can be like the sneaker session stuff cuz a lot of times they do small bands and and things like that not gigantic full bands or like heavy metal stuff over at sneakers so you can kind of give everyone two different sides of the coin there and and say well we got some of the heavier stuff that comes out on the regional rock hour on fridays but if you want to check out some of the other stuff around the area you can check out you know the sneaker session or something like that
1: oh yeah yeah and it's you know i mean i've played uh you know i've played like a, a brutal republic you know like a heavy tune You know, it might just be Jeremy Ober at, you know, Jeremy Ober at sneakers playing acoustic, but I'll play a Brutal Republic tune, kind of flow in with the, uh, you know, the format of 92 Rock as well, you know, for that sneaker session.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Because, I mean, you know, you think hard rock, you don't necessarily think like Clint Riedel, you know? Yeah. I mean, he's, he's a bit of a break from format, but it's... It's local, you know, and it's um, – I don't know. He's He's got enough of a rock and roll attitude, I think. Oh, yeah, like definitely. Like his music does. I think it flies, you know. But. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm, that's probably one of the best parts about uh, the local areas. You've got people that don't necessarily I, – I mean, you've got people that have – mixed styles that don't necessarily you can't just put them in one box and be like Jeremy Ober's only this or Clint Riedel is only that or Tank Anthony Band is only this because they span a really wide area um, I mean Clint plays everything from like folk to uh I mean you could you could damn near call it rock and roll on the acoustic guitar um, his lyrical content is not always you know the the most folky kind of stuff but it's I mean, I think when you meld all of that together, you end up with a very original musician. And that's, I mean, that's one of the benefits of our area is I feel like everyone has kind of come into their own as of the last, you know, two years or three years and, and really kind of let their own style fly.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, You know, uh, Jordan Reuter, I think, is a good example of that one. Oh, yeah. You know, playing guitar with Blue Ribbon Ramblers and, uh, doing a like a little bit of solo stuff and then uh, you know he he ended up uh, forming Day drinkers with uh, fairy drummer. yep, of course, from the Ramblers and doing it more. and some of the songs that you hear the Ramblers play will be Jordan's, you know, like that he mm-hmm. wrote. and uh, I mean that really, you know, like those Rambler tunes also, you know, like I mean, you get the full band together and you know no matter whose tunes are playing it sounds good yeah um you know but uh yeah jordan like he just kind of he elevated his game you know i think uh yeah um, definitely with, with the day drinkers and his uh and performing his his own tunes you know
0: yeah but, i mean the first time i ever saw him he was good and it's crazy to say how much better he has gotten you know over the last uh year two years I saw a video of him recently online. He's doing some uh, uh, some like finger picking style stuff a little bit, and uh, I mean he's even uh, doing some finger pick kind of stuff, but doing it with a flat pick. And I mean he's he's doing all sorts of crazy stuff. I've seen him bust out a trumpet on stage, Uh, you name it. It's it's really it's really wild to see uh, the musicians like just do all of the stuff they can do just to provide some entertainment for the people around.
1: Yeah.
0: I uh Yeah, no doubt. I, I recently actually went and saw um Blue, Rib- bleh, Blue Ribbon Ramblers maybe 2 months ago. Um I mean, I guess I say recently, but it's been a while, but maybe even 3 months ago. Um I saw them at the Community Tap in Fort Dodge and it was the first time I'd seen them as a full band in a while. And I couldn't believe it's one of those crazy things where I'm pretty sure the Blue Ribbon Ramblers um uh, since all of the musicians were also in other bands, sometimes you would end up with a situation where uh, Caleb Ferry's playing a show so they can't book the Blue Ribbon Ramblers on a on a whatever night. So Clint goes and plays acoustic or he brings Brad with him and, and does the the Clint Riedel and the Truth thing or, or whatever. Um, and that's where they started doing the Day Drinkers uh, stuff with Jordan Reuter and Caleb Ferry where th- those two, on the off chance that... Uh, Maybe Clint booked a solo show and they couldn't do a Blue Ribbon Ramblers. Those two could you know, jump in and do it. And then when I finally got to see them all come back together and play as a band again, it was insane. They filled up so much soundscape. They, they, they did so good. It's, uh, it was wild to see. I mean, it had been a while since I'd seen them, and it was crazy to see how far they had come as a band, um, even having gone their separate ways on occasions for different gigs.
1: Yeah, and I think uh, a lot of that probably has to do with Brad's sound work. Mm -hmm. Um, And he keeps, I mean, he's been producing music for, uh, like, everybody in that whole circle. Yeah. You know, Dead Road Music Company, you know, um, like, Jordan's putting out his original stuff, and he's got, you know, Brad will be on it, and, you know, uh, uh, Jeremy, and I think even Chris Carr was on, you know, one of them, like, I mean, just that that whole uh, that whole circle, he's been doing a lot of music for them. So he's staying sharp with that. So then when it comes to the live stuff, I think he's just ready to go, you know. Oh, yeah. So even if they don't get together as much as, you know, they used to, I think it's still like they've played together long enough as well that, you know, it's like an automatic meld. And I think he's he's really good at dialing them in.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I've seen Brad in passing um, up until about, you know, like a month and a half ago when uh, everybody kind of started staying home. But I recall seeing uh, Brad doing some recording sessions with some people where, like, uh, he would just bring his laptop and a bag full of, of hardware over and he'd just plug all this stuff in. And it would, it you know, it was just in somebody's house and he'd, oh, all right, let's record the, the guitar track for this, you know, and it's crazy to see... Um, somebody like him being, be as dedicated as him and just kind of sit behind the scenes and not take any of the glory. And I mean, he's, he's been doing that and he, it's crazy. Cause I've even asked Brad to do an interview a couple of times and he's usually just like, meh, I don't know. I'm good. Like, but he's, he's out there doing all the work and he's just kind of hiding behind the scenes. So it's definitely worth uh, giving Brad a shout out. But like you said, he's been recording stuff, um, not just with uh, the musicians who write the songs, but sometimes they'll say, well, what if I go over to this person's place and we record a, a solo with them? I'll bring it back to you and see what you think. You know, and it's, it's crazy that he's going out and doing all this stuff, and, and you know, reasonably inexpensive, too, uh, which is the crazy part. I've, you know, he, I just, just out of curiosity, asked him about some pricing and stuff, and it's really affordable, and uh, it's it's crazy that he's just doing it all with portable stuff, and it sounds about as professional as anything has sounded that I've, that I've heard coming out of uh, any of the local bands. So it's really cool to to have somebody like that in the area that is helping everyone out.
1: Yeah. And uh, get, get those prices while you can, you know? <laughs> I uh, mean,
0: yeah. I don't expect that's going to sit <laughs> where it sits um, for very long uh, based on the, the body of work that he's doing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And he sent, he sent me a couple of tracks he was just messing around with. I mean, like, he, he just does it for fun a lot, you know? I mean, that's yeah. just what he really enjoys doing. I think that's one of the reasons why um, he's
0: doing it as, um, you know, inexpensive as he was when he was starting. I don't know. I, like I said, I haven't talked to him since he's put out his last five, six, seven songs, so it, it could have very well gone up. But he just really likes doing what he's doing and uh, helping people out, and that's kind of the aim of the game is what we're doing here is just helping everybody out and pointing the fingers at the people that deserve it and saying, Hey, this guy's, this guy's doing the work and check him out if you want. And, uh, you know, any local musicians that are, are looking for somebody to do some recording, that might be a, that might be an avenue for you to check out if you don't want to travel too far
1: and you got a couple bucks in your pocket, maybe hit up Brad. Yeah. 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 When, when all this is done, uh, you know, mm-hmm. that's, yeah, I think he's one of them, uh, you know he's got like the uh, I was I was just talking to Clint and I asked Clint if he was recording with him and he said you know no brads on uh, brads on lockdown he said well he said his his mom put him on he said his mom told him he couldn't leave the house but it was just kind of a little inside joke there
0: <laughs> yes i uh
1: I'm well Um, aware
0: of uh Clint and Brad and their uh love love hate relationship there's no hate but they just give each other so much crap it's hilarious oh
1: yeah 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 so uh yeah I know like I'm pretty sure he's he's probably not recording right now but you know when this when this all blows over yeah yeah I
0: I, it's it's crazy because I mean I talked with uh jesse wilson uh not terribly long ago and he was recording something with brad and i don't i don't know how that all you know ended up shaking down because that was right at the very beginning of all of this stuff when they were recording i did a little uh podcast with uh clint and jesse uh talking about it but since then i haven't heard much from it i'm i'm wondering if all that kind of got put on the side because i know jesse was trying to record a music video and i don't think that's going to happen anytime soon
1: yeah, I mean, that's kind of just uh, every everything entertainment-wise is just kind of on pause, like, as far as, like, the new stuff, unless it's, you know, kind of that bare-bones live, or, you know, unless you already have the capabilities, you know, or you've already, like, hopefully, like, a lot of people have already recorded, and then they're just mixing and mastering, but, mm-hmm. yeah, like, sh- shooting new music videos, I mean even getting a crew you know to that's kind of going against the uh the recommended procedures of the state or, i guess or you know what i'm saying
0: yeah like, yeah i mean I, I, God, I'm I'm so weirded out by all this stuff because it's tough to get all the right information from everybody, but the best thing I think was um, easily just kind of to keep your distance um, as, as much as possible from everyone. So, I mean, like you said, there's a lot of stuff that's been put on pause, but at the same time, there's a lot of guys that, because they're locked in a vacancy, I guess I should say there's a lot of musicians just because they're locked in a vacancy. They've opened up so many different avenues where like they're finding out this is the time to record the music at their house that they wanted to record. Or this is, this is now the time for all the stuff that we recorded to, to let the person mix it while we play live on, on our Facebook pages. Or I've even heard of musicians that are, are taking this time now to go out and literally just network with as many people as they can and talk to them and, and, in the hopes of possibly setting up future dates, um, which that's another weird thing. I don't know who's, I don't know anybody that's booking new shows. I don't know if that's even a possibility right now to guess when you can book a show, but, uh, I, I saw,
1: I saw a couple that were kind of hopeful, like they just, yeah, like, uh, somebody was shooting for May 1st, um, which would be awesome. You know, I, I would probably go. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, but uh Yeah, I think it was it was Beaver Creek. Yeah, I'd be I s- think we should, Yeah. That'd be they such, were shooting for May 1st. Yeah. It'd be
0: such a tough one to make May f- I mean that's only a couple weeks away. That uh, doesn't like from where we're sitting now um, it, it almost doesn't seem possible.
1: <laughs> oh, not even. No, I mean like not even what we're uh that's like a week away like Yeah. Yeah. That's next week. Yeah, or...
0: just just over a week away.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, but I think it was like a week ago or so that they booked it. You know, I mean, like, there's new info every day. So it's, I mean, it's it's really hard to judge. Um, I don't know. Kudo, kudos to them for, you know, I mean, like, if it does happen to get lifted, it you know, it'd be cool to have something right away to to get out and go see yeah um,
0: i mean they'd probably be one of the only or the first bands playing a, a show in the state
1: if that's the case yeah and i mean i i always enjoy checking out beaver creek you know like they play uh they play a good range of classic rock and uh little modern rock and everything you know they got a good a good variety oh of yeah music. yeah definitely
0: so, i know uh i've seen chip online um taking requests from people so i know he's polishing off his chops there and he's getting everything he's learning new tunes and getting everything kind of squared away so it you know the musicians aren't uh just sitting at home feeling sorry for themselves there's so many of them that are so busy right now doing literally anything they can to try to um, either make a dollar or just kind of trying to get their name out there or just stay busy i mean there's there's like upsides and downsides to a lot of this. You've got people out of work that are musicians that now get to spend more time on their music, so that could be beneficial.
1: Well, I think we're going to get a lot of like kind of quarantine session albums. Yeah, you know, I think there's going to be a lot of all right. I wrote this one when we were in quarantine. You know, like mm-hmm. I could I could see it becoming a, a major trend. Like, but I don't. Know, I kind of hope I don't know. I kind of hope it doesn't, you know,
0: I don't yeah. want to see a
1: whole lot of that, but yeah, it's, it's it just seems like this, is this is a time that it would be to write music, but where's the inspiration? You know? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of being, being motivated to do so, you know, like, you know, especially for the people that are, you know, like solo, you know, like say, say you're Laid off work, and you know, you you don't have a significant other or a family or anything, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, that shit can get pretty tough, but
0: yeah. I mean, I was listening to some comedy podcasts. Uh, the comedy podcasts were talking about that stuff too, and they said, you know, you can just imagine there's gonna be a million comedians out there talking about coronavirus jokes, you know, as soon as the comedy stores, you know, and the comedy clubs all open back up again. That's all you're gonna hear is comedians. Oh, coronavirus, this and that, the other. But at the same time, where, like you said, where's the availability for any inspiration coming from from anywhere? Um, usually, musicians draw inspiration from their daily lives, just like the comedians do. So, like, whether or not it's a, um, you know, a, a bad breakup, or or you know, whatever it happens to be, you're not going to have a whole lot of that stuff kind of going on right now that is going to, um, fuel any sort of songwriting, um, at least overly apparently, you know, like, like you said, it's just, nobody's going to have the ability to go out and do the stuff that they would normally do to draw the inspiration that they would to write the music. And, uh, I'm, I'm kind of like you, I'm fearful that every band is going to have a song called isolation or quarantine or, or something like that. You know, uh, I can see, Uh, I can just see it now where there's going to be like a million heavy metal bands that all have, you know, I wrote this song and it's, it's the heaviest song that could ever come out and it's called virus or something, you know, or something like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's almost too like shitty to write, you know?
0: Yeah. It's uh, it's almost like a hacky joke, but at the same, at the same rate, like, you could end up with a a baller hit, you know, sitting in quarantine. There's a, there's a decent amount of stuff you could draw from this that could, uh, you know, draw some sort of inspiration on an internal level that other people can relate with. But uh, like you said, I feel like the, the coronavirus thing has been um, run down into the ground and everyone's kind of, I mean, you go online, it's all you see is memes and jokes and, and all this other stuff and and you know information about it i feel like everyone when it's all over is going to want to break from it
1: yeah yeah that's no doubt like i'd like to see like a like a, a lord of the rings type band or something you know like just a total like fantasy fantasy metal band or something you know like mm-hmm. completely out there uh like you know icp you know like oh, yeah. they're uh they're just total like characters and You know, like, I mean, there are two dudes named Joe, but, you know, they put the face makeup on and, you know, it's completely like, just like out there, you know, Mm -hmm. suspend disbelief. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I think that's, that's the type of music I'm, I'm about to be like a little more drawn to. Yeah. I think.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, that's another thing that's kind of crazy is, uh, in the music scene, there's, I was recently kind of. This is, this might sound dumb, but I was looking into some musicians and things like that. And the difference between some people consider themselves musicians and others consider themselves artists where like, uh, God, what was I listening to? Um, I wish I could remember, but I was listening to one and this guy was talking about how like professional musicians are guys that write like music for movies and commercials and things like that. But like an artist is somebody who creates something that's not only music, but it's a whole bunch of other things. Um, and I mean, there's, there's something weird about that where like, I feel like in the local area, it's tough to kind of create this character and portray this character in the music scene and then have a separate life where it's, you're like your real person. Cause like you said, ICP is just a couple dudes named Joe. If they walked down the street, you wouldn't know him, but, uh, they put the face makeup on and everybody knows instantly who they are and what they're all about, but they could, they still have their day-to-day lives and maybe that's the benefit of face paint, but, I feel like there's not a whole lot of that in uh, the local scene, really.
1: No, no, but it'd be wild. I mean, <laughs> you know, yeah, like kind of a, you know, how you had the uh, the unknown comic back, uh, you know, the Gong Show.
0: Okay, yeah. You know?
1: So like, he he would put the paper bag on his head so he couldn't tell who he was. I mean, you could have you could have a a wild ass musician. You're doing some stuff like that.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. You can get probably get away with a lot more than you would if you didn't have a bag over your head. But still, it's it's weird because there's like the the local scene. Everybody kind of knows each other already, so you're not really gonna be able to hide from anyone. I don't feel like if even if you try to have a persona that's that's hidden. Um, one good example, I guess, of a band that would that's semi local. I guess you can call them semi local because they're not really that local anymore. But like Dead Horse Trauma would have been like one of the more recent examples of that.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, uh, they had, they had the whole, you know, persona, the, uh, <clears throat> kind of dark, a lot of their, a lot of their message though. I mean, like that was what those dudes were behind though. Cause they were about, you know, um, like legalization of marijuana was a big like point for them. And then just a lot about, uh, governmental tyranny and, and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Um, and that was, I mean, like politically, like time I've really talked personally with those dudes, I mean, that's kind of how they felt about, you know, I and mean, that's kind of their own, you know, their own views. But yeah, yeah no, like, and then they, you know, they, you know, they, they put their, uh, they put their kind of uniforms on and um, do the, you know, the black paint and stuff yeah uh yeah it makes definitely, really definitely makes a transformation
0: yeah it uh it kind of lends to this weird like dystopian society kind of thing that they end up um kind of portraying where it's like uh like, like you said, they've got a, they almost look like they're, they're tattered and dirty. And it's like, um, almost like, a um, like a road warrior kind of thing, but definitely not like, uh, Legion of doom shoulder pads with spikes, but like, you know, it's, uh, they've got their own kind of thing going on there. And they're, that's really cool. I don't like, I don't know if there's any desire for any musicians in the area to even do anything like that. And, and sort of like, uh, dawn a character and, and portray themselves in that fashion. But, uh, I mean, even if you t- break it down to a smaller level, like I play in uh, the punk band Three Finger Betty, and that's kind of a nice way for me to to be able to go out and play music and um, sing backup vocals. and And it's not like I believe every single thing that we're saying up on stage and stuff, because I don't write all the music. But it is a nice way for me to be able to go out and cut loose, even though I am a little bit, um, cl- I guess you could say, cleaner cut. Uh, generally speaking, um, you know, I'm not going to go out and. Uh, let my political views out, but uh, I'll play in a band that does just because I don't know why not, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. And I, that's the other benefit is I I feel like there's a lot of people that are able to disconnect themselves from that stuff and and not take it to heart because I I I mean at, in Three Finger Betty we make fun of like all the politicians and like some you know people in uh, the area that are shadier people and things like that. So we kind of just take pot shots at everybody and just kind of goof on them. And that's, I feel like that's one of the the benefits of being a musician is people know that even though that's what you're kind of putting out there, you're not just some a-hole that's trying to be mean to everyone. You're just kind of out there dinking around and, and putting out a a form of art that somebody can digest in any way they want to. And you can just enjoy the music without... Dissecting all the lyrics and being like, "These guys don't agree with me politically, and I don't like them." And I feel like that's one of the best parts about the music scene around the area. Is that uh, in Northern Iowa? I know there's a lot of people with all these different political views and, and viewpoints on society and things like that, but we all get along. We all get along so well. It's 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 almost weird to me.
1: Yeah, but I mean, it's you know, we're all we're all in the same boat, um, and I think a lot of the I, I really miss the times when there wasn't a whole lot of politics in, you know, uh, like people, you didn't talk about who you voted for, Yeah, you know, you, uh, like it wasn't in a whole lot of music, you know, except, you know, like punk rock, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah. Politics and music's kind of, yeah. I, punk rock. I think, I think it belongs there. Cause that's kind of a big part of where it came from,
0: yeah, maybe a little bit of folk music has that in it too,
1: oh yeah, yeah, and i mean it could it can swing the other way i mean you can you can get some right wing political music out there, <laughs>
0: yeah, it exists
1: the, too, yeah, I mean, like the thing is is you know like how good's it gonna be, you know, or like I don't know i'm I'm a punk, I'm a punk fan, and a lot of that. You know, it's kind of the uh, uh, going back to the the kind of fantasy world of, you know, like the no government or, you know, like. Yeah, that old school anarchy kind of thing, you know. Yeah. You know, like it's a nice escape. Like, you know, it's not actually, you know, possible or going to come to fruition, but it's it's a nice escape to listen to. And, you know, I just really like, you know punk music you know like the upbeat stuff but
0: yeah it's uh i that's another thing is i feel like there's a a lot of punk bands out there that uh do actually kind of let out their political views a little bit just because it lends itself to to punk um i I mean usually it's like we're talking left or right usually that's a little bit more left than right but uh it's it's kind of crazy to think that uh you know, it, it it all fits so well, and everyone has the ability to disconnect, enjoy the music, and then go back to society and be like, everything's still normal. You know, I I don't dislike this guy anymore because he sang a song about, you know, the, the orange faced guy or whatever. You know, and uh, you know, I'm I'm not one to argue politics. I honestly um, don't care um, almost almost at all about what people say about politics because it's a lot of it just feels so shielded and and it separates us so much and i'm not really one to want to separate from people cuz i already feel so disconnected now especially with like the coronavirus where i don't get to go see anybody and like like this is the only way i can talk to people for the most part is skype i've had ludicrously low interactions with with anybody um i've i honestly like this I've only seen one other musician face to face and didn't have the opportunity to sit down and talk with them. so there's there's only been once in the last six weeks I've even seen another musician. so that's it's I don't know. It, the whole thing is just kind of crazy. and uh, i'm I'm glad that everyone's kind of banding together and just kind of coming together as one and supporting everyone, whether they be you know musicians, small businesses. And you're right at the forefront of that, um especially with your radio show and and you know supporting sneakers and you've got you got two different radio shows now you got the uh wednesday show and uh that'd be like your sneakers session and then you also got the regional rock hour which i mean that was how i first kind of came in contact with you um on a personal level and you know like you're, you're out there doing all the real work and you kind of inspired me to do a little bit of the same and I think one of the coolest things about you is you you give people a voice to kind of talk about what they want to talk about and describe the inspiration for their songs and, and you give them an outlet to play the music that's not just, um, hey you have to hunt it down and try and find it. I mean, you're broadcasting on the radio to everyone um, within any distance that they can reach the radio tower. I mean, we're talking like 60 miles any direction from where you're sitting, people can hear you as long as they just flip the radio on to 92.1 and uh, that's That's one of the coolest things. I mean, you've always been one of the most positive people I've met in in the music scene. You've always been willing to help people out. You always seem to really enjoy going to shows and talking to people. And, I mean, that's that's something that seems to be going really well for the musicians in the area these days is the fact that they've got so much support from people like you.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, thanks, man. I mean, it's... um... Uh, like when I I came into radio, it, it was just under five years ago, and kind of one of the things I like wondered like, why don't we have a local show? Like it just kind of just kind of made sense to me, you know? Like hey, mm-hmm. we should yeah, we should probably have one. Um, <laughs> I've also I've also been known to refer to ninety two point one as eighty eight point two. Uh-huh.
0: Um, I like that. That's it, an inside
1: it, joke for everyone. Yeah. Let it yeah, out, you man. 88 uh, won the point. I mean, KICB, that was, I got my start there. Uh, I went back there after years and years and, you know, finished up, got my degree. And then, like, when I went to 92, it was, you know, like, I mean, there was, there's a lot of people in that building that went to, kicb or you know like taught it you know taught at iowa central you know in the broadcasting program yep and and i was like you know like we used to ju- we we used to just have fun on on 88 like why not just you know you have a dumb idea you know go with it if it sucks drop it you know
0: yeah yeah
1: you, you got a good one you got a good one let it ride i mean it's just kind of one of those things like yeah uh if you if you let loose and have some fun, like some good stuff will come from it. And I mean, I've made a lot of good friends along the way doing uh, regional rock hour. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, I feel like that you said it all right there. Is if if you want to try something new you might as well try it because you don't know how well it's going to work unless you try it. So, uh, I mean, to anybody looking out there, I want to start a new band. I want to write this kind of a song. I want to try this on my Facebook page. I want to go live from YouTube. Like, just try it out. You never know what's going to happen. It it could be really good. And if it if it doesn't work, just drop it. You know, it's not like there's any harm done. And, uh, I mean, that's definitely some beneficial advice for everyone. I recall growing up listening to 88.1 um, all the time. I mean, they would play local music. They would... Uh, I th- I wanted to say when I was younger, there was a once a week show that was s- somewhat kind of like yours where they would play. Um, they would try and key in as much on local music as they could or or play a couple tunes from some local people. And, you know, that was always super neat to me because it was like this area has some people that make music and we're going to allow them to play it on the radio here. And and you took that. To a, a larger platform after you um, graduated and, and got another job, and that's that's super awesome. I mean, I it's it's tough to for anybody to say that they went got a um, got an education, went to a job, and provided something that was unique to the job that they had. Um, like you said, at 92.1, they didn't have a local show. 88one um, doesn't have the broadcast range that 92.1 does. Doesn't have the reach that 92.1 does. So. I mean, you provided a really good source for people, not only as as fans, but as musicians themselves to um, get in touch with their peers or find new music they enjoy.
1: Yeah, well, and, uh, you know, like the people that, you know, submit their music to 92, like, I hope that they are submitting it to 88 as well, you know, and I mean, send it out if you're in Iowa, send it to, you know, the other stations, you know, laser does laser does something rock 108 has a show every week you know at least last i knew you know like where's rock 108 out of uh they they're out of like cedar cedar rapids Cedar falls
0: yeah yeah i know there's one in the quad cities that does it as well so there there are a handful of of places that will play local music um on the radio so if you if you want you i mean you could hunt them down i've i've tried my best to contact as many radio stations as i can but believe it or not radio stations don't really want to hear from podcasters uh as it seems so a lot of my um uh discussions with them don't go much farther than me sending them a message or an email and them never responding but if you're a band i bet they'd take a little bit more kindly to you
1: yeah yeah I mean, um that's for sure, and I mean, like they have actual, they've got actual people that you know do uh, certain stuff with it. Like I'm, I don't know if there's anyone at eighty. I mean, like I really don't know about KICB, uh, but yeah, I mean, like they're a weekly two-hour show even on Rock 108 Sunday nights. I mean, cool. Yeah, competition. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, <laughs> send it off to them though. I mean, like that's kind of you know everybody like everybody around here I'd just rather have a a wider wider range you know
0: yeah i mean and, i've got to say thanks to you for even having me on your pod or having me on your radio show and even agreeing to do my podcast whenever um i mean it's been about a year <laughs> since i've had you on but it's like i said it's it's weird because there seems to be a um a push towards everyone kind of joining their forces together and, and building this community. But at the same time, like I said earlier, like radio stations don't always want to hear from podcasters, um, and I get it um, as far as uh, I don't have to pay all the fees and, and follow the FCC regulations and everything that a radio station would. But uh, – e- I mean, hats off to you for for having me on. I mean, granted, I didn't ever just come on the regional rock hour and talk about my podcast. A lot of times there was like a three-finger Betty show coming up, where I'd uh, painted and donated a guitar or or things like that that uh, we discussed. But I, I, generally speaking, I feel like our northern Iowa area has some of the best community of musicians that all uh, support each other and and do the best that we can to try to keep everything as positive and. And like I said, we just a lot of us are just trying to point fingers towards where the music's at. Um, you can go to a a Jeremy Ober show and see the Ramblers sitting there. I mean, you can go to a, a a Tank Anthony show and and you'll and you'll see Jeremy Ober sitting. I mean, it's it's nonstop. Everybody, you go to one show and you'll always see other musicians. And that's one of the things I loved about uh, the Fort Dodge music scene was. Uh, just how supportive everyone was and that was like one of the things honestly that made me the most nervous about kind of jumping into the scene was how supportive are they gonna be of me but they just love music man they love live music they love playing with each other they love uh, the, the jam nights and everything it's it's really fun to actually you know dive in and see how positive people are, are being and even with this uh, coronavirus thing everyone is I feel like it's just ramping up bless you I feel like it's just uh, ramping up you know and uh, just getting crazy as far as people supporting one another. And I mean, it's kind of the time we're in where everyone kind of, um, kind of has to a little bit, but at the same rate, it's, it's really nice to see, and you know, you're still doing stuff on uh 92 rock when you can. Um, you're kind of, I'm sure you're isolated from um, actually showing up in a studio and doing studio stuff.
1: Yeah. When I do, uh, when I am in there, it's, you know, nobody else is in there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's just, you know, like our, our corporate guidelines, you know, were basically, you know, stay, yeah, everybody, everybody stay out. They wanted to go bare bones, skeleton crew. Um, and then, yeah, the, you know, we've, you know, a lot of it's just working from home. So,
0: yeah, I've seen you putting videos up from home. Some of those videos are awesome, dude. They make me smile when I see you. Uh, uh, I mean, there was one of them where he- You, you reiterated a few times for people to wash their hands and, uh, you know, just things like that. I, I'm totally digging that. I've always, I've always enjoyed watching, uh, videos of you going live. I feel like some of it has to do with the fact that your, uh, radio personality and the fact that you're very good at speaking, um, on a camera or in front of a microphone, it comes, it comes through very well, uh, as far as, uh, the, I don't want to say believability, but it's, you're going out there and you're just saying like, Hey, this, uh, this is what I have to do because I can't actually go out and, and do stuff. So we're, you know, just stay at home, wash your hands, pet your dog, you know, just things like that. Um, you get to see like little glimpses of people's dojos, you know, like you've got the the one room with, it doesn't look too much different than the studio. You got posters everywhere. You got all this memorabilia and cool stuff all over the place. It's really neat, man.
1: Yeah, no, it's, that's actually the room I'm I'm sitting in now and nice, that was kind of, Kind of how we designed the, how we, kind of how we designed the 92 Rock Studio was, like I told Kurt, I was like, you know, we should probably put a bunch of posters and shit up on the wall. And he's like, yeah, we got this shelf here. We should probably put a bunch of toys on it and put, you know, like, yep. if you saw, if you saw Kurt's video, like Kurt had a, a wall of, uh, the pop vinyl oh, know, yeah. figures yep, and holy shit. Yeah, man. He had a lot of them, uh, and i mean like i i collect toys too um not to the extent that that he does um you know i have like quite a few like wrestling action figures and stuff like that but
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah holy cow man yeah his his collection is wild and then if you're in the 92 rock studio you'll see it is it's a bunch of band posters and then he's got like comic book posters and some wrestling posters and stuff too and
0: mm-hmm. yeah it's uh So that 92 Rock Studio was kind of designed after your little
1: man cave at your house then. Well, yeah. And just, I mean, kind of any, like, room I had as a kid growing up, you know? I mean, like. Oh, nice. I just, I've I've always liked having a, I've always liked having a little area where it's, you know, just all the shit that I like just being kind of surrounded by it and, you know.
0: Yeah. I I mean.
1: mean, Yeah, I mean, mid-30s and I got a. I got a, a media room with you know, a bunch of posters and fucking pictures and all kinds of shit on the walls.
0: Yeah. That's, I mean, <laughs> I feel like a lot of us, uh, I mean, I'm, a, I'm in my mid thirties as well. And I'm kind of sitting in, I've got the, the same thing except my room is, uh, uh guitars you know I've got a couple guitars here and an amp and things like that so it's not terribly different I don't have too many posters hanging on the wall as I peek around the corners here but uh, you know it's it that was always one of the fun things was going to the studio and talking to you on the regional rock hour and sitting in there in that environment it it felt like you know like you would always see those pictures of dudes in radio stations, and like you said, they're just all decked out with all this cool stuff. And sometimes guests would bring in uh, little knickknacks or toys or things like that for the for the DJ as a way to say thanks. And those would also get adorned on the walls or hung on something. And I, I mean, you go into the '92 Rock Studio to do the Regional Rock Hour, and you get the f- the full environment of uh, being in the studio and seeing all that cool stuff on the wall, whether it be from um, your favorite bands or people that have stopped by or shows you've been to and things like that. It's, I always thought that was one of the coolest things it it uh, it felt like the big time man. And it, and it definitely is. Cause, uh, for this area, you, like I said, you've done such a, a due service to the area by starting a radio show that, uh, not only talks to the musicians, but also plays their music.
1: Yeah. I mean, and that's, I was just kind of a you know, why wasn't anybody doing this before type thing yeah you know?
0: yeah makes sense and uh i mean <laughs> you're the guy that's been doing it for almost two years now has it been over two years that you've been doing the regional rock hour actually uh
1: it's been just over three last week holy was the cow yeah i think i think it was a week ago was the third anniversary holy of the first show
0: oh man uh, that goes to show you uh, the moxie that this man has. I mean, I'm ov- I've only been doing this for my podcast. I've only been doing it for about a year and a half now. And, uh, you know, it, it takes a lot to do it every single week to find guests, to uh, get in touch with people, to do the research and things like that. And uh, hats off to you, man, because you've been doing it twice as long as me, uh, you know, bringing in people every week. Uh, I mean there's barely ever a week where you don't have somebody live in studio and that's been one of my favorite things is the fact that I mean even if you don't have somebody live in the studio you're you're savvy enough with uh, radio and editing that you can really make it sound like somebody is there in the studio with you and that's also one of the beautiful things about your radio show is uh, you have the production all the production available to you to do all of the things you want to do and not only that but you're pulling it all off beautifully.
1: Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, no, it's a, it's, it's a fun gig, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, man. Um, I, I mean, we've we've covered about an hour here already, which is crazy because I, I, I mean, the time just flies when I sit down and talk to you. And some of that has to do with the fact that you're on the radio and you're easy to talk to and you're a great guy. And, uh, you know, I just want to say thanks once again for doing the regional rock hour every single week. If anybody wants to contact you about regional rock hour stuff, what would be the best way to get a hold of you? Facebook, email, um, 92 Rock page, the regional rock hour page. What are we thinking?
1: Um, prob- well, either the the Mason on Air Facebook page um, messaging there or email is very easy to josh.mason at alphamediausa.com. Awesome. Josh.
0: Mason at Alpha Media USA. Josh. Mason. I'm writing that down because I'm going to put it in the description section down below. If anybody's listening to this, you got a show coming up, uh, you know, in the summer or later, or maybe you just got a new album or a new song coming out or something like that. Hit up Mason. Uh, Mason's the man. Mason is, uh, he's, you've played stuff, like I said, from across the state. You've interviewed people from across the state, whether or not they're they're playing a show but usually you try and tie it in with something that someone's got going on whether it be a an album release a show coming up locally like i said there's no shows coming up locally in the near future at all but uh yeah hit up mason if anybody's got anything they want to uh, discuss or any new music they got coming out i see um you know in the last uh handful of weeks you've you've there's been new stuff that's been coming out um for example Let's see here, uh, Flash Mob Suicide, some MGCC, cool, that's awesome, MGCC, uh, All Things Lost, 22 Salute, I mean, I, you're playing stuff from local bands all across the state, and you're doing, uh, like I said, once again, you're doing a due service to everybody, so I highly suggest everyone check out Mason online, um, uh, once again, if you're on Facebook, that's at On Air Mason, and uh, while you're there, make sure you go to at Regional Rock Hour and uh, give a show a like, uh, not to mention, I mean, we should also probably plug um, 92 Rock's Facebook page as well. If anybody wants to see what that's all about, let's see what we got here for the 92 Rock page. Um, ooh, you guys got a lot of likes on there. It's just at 92 Rock. Easy to know, easy to remember. Dude, you do interviews with uh, not just musicians, too. You've interviewed pro wrestlers before.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, last December, the Royal Rumble 2020 champion and now current universal champion or uh wwe champ drew mcintyre uh yeah that was a fun one i've done some like some uh some indie wrestling guys too but yeah no i would say that say that that drew mcintyre one was a fun one
0: yeah so everybody Dig that baby up. Go find it. Check it out. I I love hearing you on the radio, Mason. I love seeing your interviews. You're easily one of the busiest men behind behind the scenes doing the work. So uh, huge shout out. I'm going to drop everything in the description section down below. So scroll down, like all the pages, contact Mason if you got some music. And uh, dude, Mason, uh, huge thanks for taking some time out of your day today to sit down and talk with me. I know you're, I know you're a busy day. Uh, you got busy days on on these days like this, so uh, you know, keep up all the good work. Uh, you know, it's stay safe out there. Uh, you're you're doing you're doing awesome, even from a remote location. So I don't I don't know how you're pulling it off, but just keep up the good work, man.
1: Hey, I will, man. Thanks a lot.
0: Oh yeah, that was a great one. Uh, it's good to hear from Mason. Good to hear what he's doing to keep his social distance and uh, doing everything as remote as possible. Uh, but he's still cranking out material, so check him out, find his Facebook, and, uh, you know, well, you don't have to find it, you just scroll down below and check it out. Uh, he hosts one of my favorite radio shows, it's called The Regional Rock Hour. He talks to people from bands, plays music from around the area, uh, in the state, out of the state. If you need more information on that scroll back a ways i did interview mason once before but uh this is just kind of just kind of wanted to touch base with him see what he's been up to see how things have changed see what's been going on and uh you know he's like i said he's still been cranking out material he's got shows on uh you know the regional rock hours every friday night uh you know and then the the wednesday night show that he had hosted called flip night they're still uh, doing something with that so check it out if uh, you need to find any of that information just go to uh, the the links down below and find them and uh, hit Mason up if you're in a band this would be a good opportunity for you uh, you know if you got anything that's uh, a little bit heavy Or even remotely heavy You know Punk uh, Rock Anything with a distorted guitar Pretty much or, or even not You know He's played all sorts of stuff On the regional rock hour But it's called the rock hour Because it's rock And that's where I said Distorted guitar But you need to check it out If you haven't checked the show out Go to I mean you can watch it online um, But hit, hit up Mason uh, Find the regional rock hour link Down below as well For Facebook uh, Listen to him Anywhere in the state On the internet Or if you're in the area It's 921. It's one of my favorite shows uh, it Airs on Fridays it was it was one of the inspirations for me to do this and uh, it was it's literally just nothing more it's it's like a dumbed down version of what he's doing and in a long form conversation but uh that's the beauty of all this i think that everybody's that's got an outlet for music in some fashion is doing it their own way and everybody's doing it um and putting their own stamp on it and you get to see a lot of people's personalities come out and in, in all the forms of, of media that have been coming out uh not just covid19 but Prior, and uh, you know, like I said, Mason's on a terrestrial radio station. He's easily one of my favorite people to interact with, he's a very professional guy. Uh, but he's also fun-loving, and if you don't believe any of that, go like I said, go check out his social media. He's he's pretty good with his social media. Uh, you can find him uh, getting tagged in things here and there, and uh, doing videos and and things of that nature um, throughout the radio station. Maybe not as much now. Like I said, um, he's he's got that little man cave he's been hanging out in, which is really cool. It's cool to hear how you know things like that were kind of the inspiration for um, his uh, radio studio that that I'd been in a handful of months ago when. Last Last time I was on the regional rock hour long story short everyone Mason's a cool guy I like chatting with him if you want to hear more from Mason check out his radio shows check out his interview um, all of his interviews that he's done with uh, not just musicians but pro wrestlers and beyond uh, and if you really if you're really interested uh, scroll back and listen to that other interview I did with Mason great guy uh, you know great time I want to say thanks to Mason for taking time out of the middle of his day to sit down and talk with me on the podcast and uh, if you're listening to this the day it comes out, tomorrow tomorrow night. That's when the regional rock hour is on. So check it out. Look at links below if you want to find it. And, uh, you know, thanks to Mason. I want to say thanks to everybody listening. I hope everybody out there is safe. And uh, a huge shout-out to Couchtown Coffee for doing all all that they do. I want to say uh, if you go to www.audiblefarm.com and you can scroll all the way down to the bottom and there is going to be a list of other want to say we're we're kind of like partners or affiliates or uh we all know each other exist and we're kind of high-fiving each other here but there's um other radio outlets news outlets um and podcast networks, any, lots of things for musicians. If you're looking for somewhere else to get your music out or someone else to talk to or or just looking for more content kind of like this, that's where you would go. There's all sorts of, like I said, podcasts, radio shows. If you have a radio show and you're listening to this and you found this somehow and you want to hit me up, hit me up. Otherwise, I've, uh, I've been putting out a lot of feelers lately, you know, uh, like we talked about in, in the podcast. It's a great time for networking but i've i've been trying to network with as many people as i can to kind of grow uh, what i've got going on there just i want to just have a place where musicians can go and just hit up a handful of people and say hey here's what i've got going on check it out and they can uh help you spread the word so hey audiblefarm.com we've got all sorts of stuff there there's also a contacts page um if i can line up an interview with anybody i will do my best to get it done um Everyone's schedules are so weird With this coronavirus It's it's weird because people are uh, Ridiculously not busy But at the same time Uh, Lining up a schedule is is difficult. Uh, Some of that probably has to do with families and things like that But that's it's kind of crazy, but that's that's just how it's been going And uh, like I said, if I can line up a time with people hit me up I haven't been doing the best at keeping track of the emails that have been coming in I know i've missed uh, I think three of them. So hey, I know some people have hit me up and I did not uh, contact you back but I will be doing that in the upcoming week hopefully I will get a handful of interviews in from people that I I don't know I mean that's some of the funnest part about this is meeting new people and uh, not only that you know you kind of get to know these people and become friends with them and that's kind of what I'm hoping to translate to you guys and just show you that everybody that I'm talking to is just regular people they just like doing what they're doing and if you like them uh, doing what they're doing go ahead and support them go to their Facebook pages share them with people invite them and that's uh. I mean, that's something I've been seeing going around lately is a big uh, thing for small businesses to to share and invite people to their page. And if you like the page and you really want to help out, you can just uh, click the invite. And That's uh, it's been yielding quite a bit of likes and, and attention from a lot of people. So I, you know, I really appreciate everybody supporting all the bands and all of the uh, entertainment and arts and, and everybody I've interviewed, you know, going to their Facebook pages, checking them out, listening to the interviews, getting to know some of these people that are providing the entertainment dollars in our area. So, uh, you know, huge shout out to everybody that's listened, that's supported and, uh, you know, keep it up. I really appreciate it. I hope everybody out there is uh, having a safe and wonderful time uh, while uh, attempting to keep your social distance. I will check you next week. Peace.